Thanks for tuning in to another episode of From Funding to Fame, where we interview the founders and funders currently raising capital on FrontFunder, as well as experts in the private capital markets. I'm your host, Trieste Redding, the head of campaigns at FrontFunder, and I'm excited to introduce more Canadians to equity crowdfunding. This podcast episode features conversations about a business's current operations and future plans and as a result may contain forward-looking information. There can be no assurance that forward-looking information will prove to be accurate as actual results and future events could differ materially from those anticipated in such statements. Listeners should not place undue reliance on forward-looking information. Today we're going to be speaking with the CEO and founder of Souk, Amr Rafiq. Souk is Canada's first real estate and home services marketplace. Souk brings together clients, realtors, mortgage brokers, law firms, inspectors, and associated industry partners to deliver a complete digital experience for their clients' home ownership journey. Since launching in 2020, they are on a mission to simplify every step of your home buying and ownership journey. Here are some highlights. Souk has launched over 10 strategic partnerships with various groups across Ontario, including the Mississauga Real Estate Board, Sotheby's, Prepare for Canada, and more. They've reached $100,000 in annual recurring revenue within the first year of launch. They've achieved strong supplier traction by onboarding over 3,000 service providers on their marketplace across Ontario. And they've also grown marketplace traffic 25x to 25,000 monthly visitors and facilitated over 2,000 transactions in under 12 months, verifying their product market fit. They've also been recognized as a disruptor amongst several publications such as Yahoo, DMZ, Founders Press, and Founders Beta. Hi, Amr. Thanks so much for being here. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Thank you for having me, Trieste. Uh, great opportunity for us to be able to connect with you and the viewers out there. Absolutely. We're so excited to, to learn more about yourself, um, about Souk. Your, your background is very fascinating and your, your story is quite inspiring. So after a decade of advising and consulting for Fortune 500 companies on digital transportation transformations, you decided to take that leap of faith yourself into the venture startup world. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about that moment in your career where you decided, hey, entrepreneurship is path for me. This is the route I want to take. What uh, what got you inspired to take that journey? Yeah, so I think um... Firstly, I want to share that entrepreneurship is pretty much deeply rooted in my roots. Um, my whole family, um, you know, in one way or the other is involved in some type of business. So obviously growing up, a lot of inspiration came from them. I think I was fortunate to work with, uh, you know, consulting firms like Deloitte and PwC because it really helps um it really helps to share a lot of experiences with different clients in different sectors. Uh, but what was The most unique thing for me is as we came to Canada, uh, my dad was doing a lot of real estate investments. He was working abroad during that time. So I became his de facto uh, property manager to deal with all the realtors, the mortgage brokers, the lawyers, the inspectors and movers. And as I progressed in my professional career working for all these clients and digital transformations, you know, I continued to notice inefficiencies in terms of the user experience for homeowners. And pretty much at the start of COVID, as I was going through my own pre-construction and investment purchases, uh, that's when I really said that, you know what, I I think something has to change in terms of how this industry has been for so long, in terms of simplifying the overall experience and making it less stressful for homeowners. 
I think that's a, a great story. I think um, the whole idea of buying, maintaining a home, it's something that everyone can relate to. So many people know the the stressors of that. And I know you recently uh, went through that uh, journey yourself. Right. Um, so perhaps uh, you can tell us a little bit more about how Souk are addressing the, the challenges faced in real estate and home improvement transactions. And, uh, you know, it's an industry that's remained pretty unorganized and fragmented over the years. So how you're uh, basically bringing your experience in digital transformation now to this new industry. Yeah, you you nailed it, right? It's it's very heavy on phone calls, emails, messages. Um, if you keep all the external factors aside that are, you know, affecting homeowners with regards to challenges with inflation, interest rates rising, challenges with supply and demand. If you just take a look at the experience that a homeowner goes through, that itself, um, you know, can benefit from a lot of changes that technology has enabled, uh, especially post-COVID, where, you know, we were living uh, two years where a lot of the technology around this changed consumer behavior uh, in terms of, you know, people ordering groceries from Amazon, um, sorry, (laughs) ordering groceries from Instacart, uh, people using Amazon for a lot of their day-to-day essentials, uh, really where we think Souk is making a difference is helping simplify the entire journey from the time someone's looking to connect with vendors, such as realtors, uh, working with mortgage firms, lawyers, inspectors, movers. It's just a very fragmented process that pretty much happens across phone calls, emails, and messages. And the way we're solving that challenge is you can just come to one platform that helps you connect with everyone it helps you collaborate with everyone, and it helps you transact. So the entire journey to purchase a home, uh, apart from physically looking at the properties you're interested in, can pretty much be done from the comfort of your couch uh, through Souk. Um, and that's how you know creating an ecosystem and connecting all the vendors in place, that's the main um, innovation that we're bringing to simplify the homeownership experience, followed by you know easy-to-use tools that homeowners can use post close to simplify their, you know, home renovations, to simplify their maintenance journeys, to simplify keeping track of all their home services related documentation and keeping on top of those things. You touched on how COVID really uh, put a shift towards industries adopting technology that that may not have in the past. And uh, I believe on the, the campaign page, you talk about how there's really uh, $1.5 trillion spent on digital transformation globally in, in 2021, which is huge. So now looking at bringing that to an industry that is always such a hot topic in Canada when it comes to, to real estate. Um, so perhaps you can tell us a little bit more about just the, the potential market market that you're looking to target and um, how you aim to, to capitalize on the opportunity to become the go-to platform for all real estate and home service needs in Canada. Yeah, huge, huge market. Just uh, I was looking at immigration numbers alone. Uh, this year, we're expected to get anywhere between 500 to 700,000 new immigrants. Uh, but in no way are, you know, the um, supply of houses being kept up to that uh, demand that's required. And really, the market, apart from, you know, rentals, home ownership, home renovations, just in Canada alone, if we look at, because we're a services marketplace, Uh, If you look at the number of vendors alone across Canada, there's close to a million vendors who are servicing, you know, the real estate and homeownership uh, industry. And 
our target achievable market, you know, even if we aim to uh, get the first 100,000 vendors across Canada uh, onto our platform over the, nine, uh, over the next five years, that's really what we're targeting. Um, and if we look at sort of the numbers in terms of what that translates to into a revenue opportunity, um, that, you know, is quite significant for us. Absolutely. Now, looking at uh, a little bit more of the marketplace aspect, you've got uh, vendors, you've got homeowners. So perhaps you could walk us through a little bit how Souk serves as that one-stop shop, eliminating kind of the, the chaos of sourcing and working with fragmented service providers from the perspective of, you know, the, the homeowner, but also for the vendors that uh, use your platform as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think I'll just share my example. So three months ago, I moved um, and pretty much everything in terms of finding my realtor, signing the documents with him, booking showings, porting my mortgage, um, finding the right property inspectors, hiring them, and performing a virtual closing, um, moving into my home, finding the right movers, all of this was done through Souk. Uh, it was as easy as you know posting my job, which would go out to all the vendors who are available on the marketplace. Uh, the ones that are able to fulfill my service request are able to respond to me. I can take a look at their ratings, their reviews, their social media, pretty much as a consumer, the information that I need to do my own due diligence and then select the right vendors uh, that are required. And since moving into our own home, uh, you know, we've had electricians from Souk, we've had plumbers, handymen. Uh, we just did a, a remodel of our powder room. Um, so all of these things, which take up a lot of time uh, for homeowners in terms of, you know, finding the right people, ensuring that you can trust them, ensuring that, you know, they'll deliver the kind of quality work. Uh, we take a lot of that hassle out for homeowners and make it very easy and stress-free for them to be able to find vetted professionals and the overall process of collaborating and transacting with them is simplified payments and invoices are simplified because all that happens on the platform, making it very easy for the consumer. And then post services, all those, you know, warranties, invoices, documents, they're all retained in Souk. So you never have to worry about finding where they are. Um, and now on the service provider side, it's, um, you know, it's whether you're providing the same phone calls, emails, messages experience, or you're delivering on that digital experience, which clients expect today, right? Especially post COVID where, all the realtor essentially has to do is onboard their clients to Souk. As soon as the client comes on, they're able to see the recommended partners that the realtor typically works with, right? Uh, recommended mortgage firms, lawyers, inspectors, movers. So from the get-go, the client has support across the board. Um, and at the same time, the realtor can provide a personalized portal for the homeowner that presents all of the self-serve tools to the clients that they need to go through the entire homeownership journey. So everything that I mentioned in terms of being able to port their mortgage, being able to hire property inspectors, being able to you know, perform virtual closings, being able to find the right mover and post move related services, all of those, uh, the realtor is now having uh, an assistant that saves a lot of time and complexity uh, on both parties end and makes that process just that much simpler. Definitely see the benefits for kind of those various stakeholder groups there. And what a better testament than you going through uh, the, the platform yourself as part of your own home buying journey. So I think that's great. Okay. I know uh, for myself, 
I actually have uh, an investment property completely on the other side of the country from where I live. Vancouver is very unaffordable. Um, <laughs> so I have a place in uh, Prince Edward Island. And the the whole concept of buying in an area that you're unfamiliar with and connecting with all the right people to make that transaction happen is pretty overwhelming. And it was very time consuming. It involved a, a lot of research and and connections and trying to get to know the the right people. And I, I can totally see the the benefits of a, a platform uh, like yours for for whether it's a home locally that you're looking at or one that's even out of the, the region where you are currently. Yeah. And think about, you know, all of the immigrants who are completely new to the country who don't have access yeah. to those relationships. Think about the investors, you know, who are finding Canada as a great place to invest in real estate. Uh, there are so many avenues where, you know, this model just makes sense uh, for consumers. And even if you're a repeat buyer, right? Um, my first purchase was in 2019. And if I compare that purchase to this one, it's night and day in terms of, you know, the stress and the organization that uh, I had with Souk versus everything else that I had to go through in my first purchase. That's incredible. Great to, to see it in action. Um, now, looking a little bit at the the revenue structure of the company for potential investors there, I know you offer a freemium option for, for homeowners and there's paid plans for uh, vendors on the platform. So perhaps you could tell us a little bit more about how Souk makes money. For sure. Uh, so like you mentioned, it's completely free for home buyers and owners to use. Um, in fact, we actually offer them credits every time they pay vendors on our platform so that they can continue coming back to the platform for future services. Uh, in, in terms of our business model, we're a uh, SaaS-enabled marketplace, and B2B SaaS is the main uh, revenue channel where vendors who are on the platform, so everyone from realtors to renovators and home improvement professionals, they, they pay uh, different fees. So the freemium plan uh, is for people who just want to be present on the marketplace so that they can start seeing what type of activity is available on Souk. But then for people that have more advanced technology needs and actually want to onboard their clients to Souk to provide them that digital experience, it ranges really from you know $790 a year to $2,000 a year. And then for enterprises such as brokerages, uh, and boards, we have more enterprise deals based on, uh, you know, the volume of vendors that are available. Fantastic. Well, I know it's a, a newer technology development, like you said, through COVID, really the, the need for technology picked up. You guys are a newer growing company and you've outlined uh, a three-phase approach for your, your go-to-market strategy there. So we'd love to, to hear some more insights into the, the sales and marketing plan and how Souk plans to grow. Yeah, I think we've been fortunate in terms of um, being able to grow very rapidly. So within a year, um, we've you know reached close to 3,000 vendors onto the platform. Uh, we facilitated close to 3,000 transactions. Um, and a lot of this is attributed to the partnerships that we've had with real estate boards and associations, where Souk is presented to the association as a member benefit uh, for their members. Uh, in some cases, the fee or the subscription cost is subsidized so that realtors are only paying a portion and the board pays a portion. Uh, and this way, uh, to date, we have about 10, uh, you know, boards across Ontario, uh, regional boards uh, that we have partnered with that are presenting Souk as a member benefit for their realtors. And then the realtors in turn are offering it to their clients as a way to simplify the homeownership experience. So we plan to continue going down that path. Uh, we have a really big announcement that uh, hopefully we can make in the next month 
uh, where uh, our largest partnership to date, which will give us access to you know almost 100,000 realtors across Ontario and be the only uh, sort of company in the category that uh, is being promoted to you know almost 100,000 realtors, uh, this will really accelerate our plans to you know uh, go Ontario wide. Uh, we're looking to expand into BC and Alberta uh, later this year, followed by a national expansion into Canada and the rest of the provinces in 2024. Well, congratulations on those milestones to date. I think you've achieved some really fantastic numbers so far. I know you've also garnered recognition as a disruptor in the industry, which is fantastic. So what are the key factors that uh, you think really contribute to Souk's uniqueness and competitive advantage in the, the real estate and home services marketplace? And how do you differentiate yourself from other players in the market? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, while there are a lot of great companies that are offering value to uh, vendors, what we feel like is the experience for homeowners is still pretty much phone calls, emails, and messages, right? There are a lot of good technology and tools that the vendors are using, but to their clients, uh, there isn't like a consolidated portal that their clients can use and benefit from those same type of efficiencies. And a lot of the technologies that are present are very siloed. So in real estate, you'll have a lot of real estate tech that's only focused on the collaboration and communication between the realtor and the client, right? And the same thing on the financing side, it's very specific to the finance company and the client. So the client is pretty much having to jump from one platform to emails, in some cases, you know, uh, Messenger, in some cases, Google Drives. So it's very fragmented. Uh, and I think our biggest, you know, competitive advantage is the ecosystem that we've created enables us to streamline the entire transaction in one place. So for the end user, they just have to use one place to connect with people, to share documents, to move from one step to the next. And it just makes it very simple for them. I appreciate that overview. I think that makes uh, so much sense um, for sure. And one thing I, I always like to ask, you know, every founder or CEO that we have is a little bit about their their own leadership style. And you've obviously got uh, a great professional background. You're leading a growing company here. Um, so with that, what would you say is your your leadership philosophy for really inspiring your team? And where do big ideas come from? Yeah, so I think um, I, uh, I love the servant leader uh, leadership style. And I think that you know you should be the change that you want to see in others. So I typically, um, you know, lead in such a way that I that others around me see that as an inspiration uh, in terms of you know transformational leadership style where what we're doing really impacts lives of people, right? Like I've had people come to me, um, you know, who've said, "Hey, if it wasn't for Souk, I wouldn't have." found the right vendors to be able to be able to even afford a deposit with my uh, you know home or I've met with realtors who have said hey this has been a great gift that I've been able to offer to my clients and that has really increased my ability to you know have repeat and referral business from that client right so what we're doing directly impacts people's lives and as I was going through my own transaction you know it's it's such a delicate time in your life when you're buying and selling because it affects you in every single way financially emotionally physically mentally right so the fact that we can help simplify that i think that's a very uh profound experience for us and really we want to be able to embody uh these type of traits that 
uh, will help others around us as well. And that's why, you know, being a servant leader is uh, a leadership style that I uh, strongly resonate with. Really love that philosophy. You know, when you're so busy in the the day to day, you often forget what an impact you are creating out there in the world and, and what impact you're having on your, your direct customers. So it's always great to to bring that perspective back to the table. And it's certainly something that uh, always helps keep uh, a team, you know, motivated in line and, and working towards the same goal, which is always great. So fantastic to, to hear more about your own style there. And I'm, I imagine your background in, in digital transformations and transformation management is really a great skill set as well. Now looking at what you're doing and, and leading your own team. Absolutely. Now, since uh, founding the company, what would you say has been one of your favorite moments so far? Uh, there have been many, uh, but I think uh, some of the most favorite moments uh, have really been around the biggest partnerships that we've been able to land, uh, because I think that really is a testament to not only the consumers finding value, but the vendors who are providing the services, um, you know, validating that this is a product that is required uh, to meet the needs of their own members. So for example, uh, earlier this year, when we partnered with Mississauga Real Estate Board, uh, that was a very proud moment for us because, uh, you know, uh, it's one of the most influential boards I see in Ontario in terms of what they're doing for their members and presenting so many unique uh, member benefits. So the fact that they brought Souk on in an enterprise deal um, is a big testament to what we're uh, doing for real estate industry. And I think that that was one of the most uh, unique moments uh, we've had in our journey so far. Congratulations on that big partnership announcement. And uh, I'm excited for the one upcoming that hopefully we can share in the next month or so, which I think is going to be really great. Now, um, coming back to a little bit about uh, yourself being a leader, life of an entrepreneur is always busy. I know you've got a young family as well. So when you're not working, what do you love to do? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so we have a two-year-old daughter and uh, she was actually born um, just three or four months before our beta. Uh, so I think it's probably been the most demanding uh, and challenging time in my life, uh, balancing, you know, a newborn, um, having a team that's pretty much spread globally. So, you know, with the off times of the baby sleeping and half my team being in a different time zone. Uh, you know, work-life balance has been <laughs> quite busy because many times when I'm going to sleep, that's when my other team is waking up and, uh, you know, asking me questions. Uh, but apart from that, you know, we we love to travel. Uh, we've had some really great trips, uh, my wife and I. Uh, we've managed to take Sophie on a few since uh, she's been born as well. Um, and uh, traveling is great. We also love um, interior decoration and uh, home furnishings and things like that. So my wife and I, uh, we're pretty passionate about that. So we're always renovating even this home since we've moved in over the last uh, three months. Um, we've changed a lot of things despite, despite it being like a brand new home. So we enjoy, uh, you know, some of the outdoor activities, uh, just got our patio done um, and things like that. So uh, we really enjoy everything that comes with the home as well as traveling. That's amazing. You're definitely in the right industry with how much you uh, enjoy the whole home <laughs> aspect of it. 
But uh, it's so important, really. I, you know, your home is where people spend so much time nowadays. Most people are working from home as well. Yep. I know I am most of the time. And uh, it's so important to create a space that, uh, you know, you love, you enjoy, is there to help you relax, but also to, to energize you during the workday. So uh, it's great to hear that you've been able to kind of incorporate that. And I uh, can't imagine your your journey over the last couple of years with a, a newborn moving, you know, launching yeah, your own business. Uh... That's pretty incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a very challenging time, and I think you know to be very transparent, just the way uh, the overall tech industry has been, and the way the real estate uh, industry has uh, sort of changed over the last you know six to eight months. It has been a very challenging time, uh, but what I always you know share with my team is that if we're able to get through this, we can get through anything else. Absolutely. It's uh, it always really shows your your grit and determination as a founder and how important that is as an entrepreneur. And I think to your point there as well, history has kind of shown us that those companies who do come out of those more turbulent or more difficult economic times, typically you've had to adapt and refocus the business in a way that you come out so much stronger on the other end as well. So definitely, you know, once you're through it, it, uh, it can create really great pathways for businesses to thrive. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Now, I know you've had uh, success raising uh, capital in the past with the, the seed round for Souk and uh, raising capital in general can often be a, a challenge for, for startups. It certainly is in today's environment, kind of reflecting on where we are right now as well. So perhaps you can shed some light a little bit on your experience raising capital as a startup and why for this round you decided to pursue equity crowdfunding as one of those avenues. Yeah, sure. So I think we are definitely in a challenging market when it comes to raising funds. Uh, our pre-seed round was raised um, in March of 2021, uh, pretty much during COVID uh, from all strategic angel investors who really saw and resonated with our vision. Um, however, as we continued scaling the platform, um, we recognized that, you know, one of the biggest strengths that Sue presents is this is um, a company where what we're doing is something that a lot of users can relate to, right? And um, being able to share this type of solution with the front funder platform, I think there's a great user base out there. Uh, a lot of them are, you know, uh, can, can relate to going through the challenges of home ownership. And that's really one of the biggest reasons why we decided to uh, look at equity crowdfunding. Uh, we've seen some of our uh, other partners who've gone through uh, very successful raises through FrontFunder, and it was pretty much a no-brainer because it would help us, A, you know, share our vision and mission with a target market that uh, strongly relates to it, and B, it would give us the ability to be able to continue funding our, uh, our operations to be able to accelerate uh, as per our roadmap. That's fantastic. We we often like to call equity crowdfunding community capital, where really it is an opportunity for businesses to raise from their existing communities and find new communities of, of interested investors. And I think, uh, you know, looking at uh, the marketplace that you've built and how that's been set up, you definitely have a, a great community of, of homeowners and vendors there, which is fantastic. And the other big benefit we often hear from businesses is really just while you're raising capital through this as a form and you're, you're marketing the campaign, really anyone who comes through as an investor can be a potential customer and anyone who's already a customer can be a potential investor. So there's really a great um, 
cohesiveness kind of between the two and really that uh, user acquisition that can help both on the, the raising capital front, but also for uh, building that customer base into the future yep. as well. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the recent investors uh, of our campaign, he actually reached out to us and said, hey, you know, I actually managed three investment properties. Uh, and now, you know, I'm a happy customer using Sook because I can actually find vendors uh, to service my investment properties. I can find people when I need to get jobs done quickly. And it just makes, you know, that entire ownership experience and managing experience easier, easier, but at the same time as he's looking to do more investments uh, in places where he physically does not have connections, he can continue to yeah. use you know, our marketplace uh, for that. So absolutely agree with you. That's uh, fantastic to hear. I think uh, keep me in mind when you open in Prince Edward Island, definitely <laughs> your support over for there. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's always great to hear those uh, success stories. I think that's a, a great illustration of the the benefits that companies can find through equity crowdfunding. Now with your, your current raise, you're raising 250,000 up to a maximum of a million. Um, so how do you plan to use those funds to grow the business? And what's the ultimate vision for Souk? Yeah, it's a great question. So I think we all we already have a really strong foundation in terms of product. Um, you know, it took us about a year and a half from the time we started product development, a team of about 15 engineers that were working uh, to build a product and a product that uh, has shown really good signs of early product market success. And with this fundraise, the idea is to continue scaling our teams in terms of sales teams, marketing teams. We are planning to you know, grow across new regions. So that will require additional, you know, resources uh, from our team. Uh, we're looking at sponsorship uh, of various activities in terms of board association. So that will require continuous sponsorship. Uh, and we're also looking at advancing our product in terms of a native mobile app uh, that is available just because how, you know, consumers collaborate with vendors today. They're on their mobile. So we're also thinking of a native mobile app. So mainly, if I wanted to categorize this raise, uh, it's going to help us continue scaling, continue growing at a quicker pace, and you know, bring those uh, features uh, in a native mobile app that just helps uh, you know, make the process uh, easier for uh, everyone that's involved. It's a great uh, roadmap for the company. I know for myself, I do so much off of my mobile device nowadays, whether it's financial, home-related, anything it might be. So that sounds like a, a really great roadmap for, for Souk as you guys look at the, the next uh, couple years there. Thanks. Now, ahead of this episode, we uh, surveyed some of our investors um, if they had any questions for the company. So we had a couple come through that I'd uh, love to run through here. So with that in mind, um, there was an investor who asked about the uh, seed capital round that you had done and um, how really those funds helped get the company to, to where they're at today. So perhaps you could tell us a little bit about the, the funds raised in the past and uh, what those were, were used towards to now get you to the point where you are now as a business. Yeah, for sure. So I, I would like to clarify. So we uh, we raised a pre-seed round, um, and that's what uh, provided us the initial, you know, seven hundred and twenty-five thousand uh, dollars that we raised through angel investors, and really that was the initial capital uh, that was used to develop the product. So, like I mentioned, we had a big team uh, that was supporting product development for the first year and a half. Uh, we currently have eight people on the team, so being able to support. Uh, across sales, across marketing, operations, legal, 
most of the pre-seed fund was used for product development. And uh, we're at a stage right now where uh, a lot of our revenues are able to sustain the ongoing cost, which is pretty great, I think, for an early stage uh, startup. Uh, really what we plan to do with the with our current seed raise, uh, including this equity crowdfunding, is to be able to accelerate that, right? I think we're, we're growing at a good pace, but if we want to grow nationally and we want to grow at an accelerated pace, then we need that additional funding to be able to, you know, uh, manage the demand that we have just within our own marketplace at this time. Uh, I appreciate the, the detail and that response there. You definitely uh, achieved that product market fit that you're always hoping to early as a company and now really in a position to to scale and grow even more, which is great to see. Now, uh, another question that we had come through is uh, touching on how highly regulated and regionally specific the uh, real estate industry can be. So how does Souk navigate the complexities of different regional markets in Canada? Yeah, I think we have a really um, good advantage there because all we're uh, pretty much transforming is the collaboration aspect between the vendor and the consumer, right? A lot of that collaboration, connection, and transaction was happening over phone calls, emails, and messages. And now we've basically created one streamlined platform that that entire transaction can happen. Uh, so, you know, if we look at differences in Quebec versus Ontario or other provinces, we're not doing a lot of the back office type of work using Souk, right? So we're not doing the conveyancing or the underwriting or any of that on our platform. So that uh, removes us from the regulatory challenges or the compliance related challenges. Uh, vendors are able to, you know, uh, solicit whatever they need uh, from the uh, from their clients. And our platform basically acts as a mediator to be able to, you know, uh, facilitate the transaction. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you uh, responding to that. And I know uh, you've touched on as well the the plans to scale. You're really in a position to do that now. So this next question uh, touches on that and uh, is asking how you plan to, to scale your user base while also maintaining a high level of customer satisfaction. So perhaps you could tell us a little bit more about the plans there. Yeah, that's always a challenge. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, you know, anyone who understands marketplaces understands that typically marketplaces fall victim to the chicken and egg uh, kind of problem. Yeah. I think one unique advantage that we have is that we're not necessarily dependent on the, you know, the consumer demand to come to our marketplace to be able to provide the value, right? Uh, simply, let's say a realtor, when they come on the platform, the whole value for them is to onboard their client. And now you as the client, when you come onto the platform, naturally, you're going to require financing support, you're going to require home inspections, you're going to require, you know, lawyers, movers, and typically, realtors have their own Rolodex of vendors that they have been working with. So what we simply do is, you know, bring them onto the platform, we still vet them to make sure that they have the right, you know, reviews, ratings, licenses, uh, before we bring them onto the platform. But to ensure that we're maintaining that high level of customer service, uh, we basically have an Uber-like, you know, review system where at the end of every transaction, the client needs to give a, you know, review or a rating to the vendor, and the vendor needs to retain that rating, a certain threshold to remain on the platform. And if ever we see that, you know, a vendor is falling below a certain threshold, then we have the ability to, uh, you know, uh, prohibit them from using the platform or to be able to limit their access to the platform. Fantastic. Well, I think. Um... 
uh, it's great that you've even built in kind of those checks and balances on, on vendors and stuff like that using the platform. But uh, to your point, in terms of really uh, generating those leads and new users to the platform, you've really got that B2B to C model, which is great. And then getting those realtors on board and seeing the benefits, you can get more uh, homeowners associated there as well. So makes sense as a strategy. And I, I really appreciate you answering those questions we had come in from investors. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. Now, uh, as we look to, to wrap things up today, I always love to just chat a little bit more about kind of the, the founder experience. Obviously, you've got a, a great professional background. You've now been leading your, your own company. So for any founders and future entrepreneurs who might be listening today, what's one piece of advice you'd like to share with them? I think um, from my own experiences, what I've learned is you have to keep speaking with your customers, uh, especially those who are your early supporters. Uh, because a lot of times founders fall in love with the product that they're building and they become, um, you know, they become complacent with what they've built. And unless you're not, unless you're speaking with your customers and you have that relationship uh, with your clients, you will not necessarily be delivering on the pain points that they're having. And those continue to evolve, right? There's there's a lot of changes happening around us. So I think the most important piece of advice that I can share is, um, you know, speak to your customers, don't fall in love with your product. And if you fail, you know, you pivot quick uh, so that you can continue being agile and delivering on the needs of your customers. Fantastic piece of advice. I, I think you're you're so right. Sometimes you're just focused on on building and building and you get to that point and you're like, hey, this is a great idea. But you don't necessarily take that time to step back and go to your stakeholders and be like, okay, how do you feel about this? Does this work the way that you want it to as well? So it's always important to have that feedback loop, be continuously learning and uh, you know, hear from those who are, are using the product or service most. Absolutely. Now, uh, a question I always like to ask, um, dedicated towards uh, investors as well, is through through this form of raising capital, we know that investors can support companies in so much more than just financial means. Really, they can become brand ambassadors and advocates for the company. They can help establish new relationships. So um, for anyone listening today, how can investors and brand ambassadors of Souk help the business succeed in the future? Yeah, I think uh, we have a great you know crowd uh, that can help a, you know, register as a homeowner on the platform. Uh, if there are people that are, you know, looking to buy homes, uh, if there are people that are looking to sell homes, you know, use the platform to see how Souk is actually simplifying that entire experience. If you're looking to invest, if you're looking to do any type of home improvement project, right? Uh, it's as simple as posting your service request on Souk. Uh, being able to find, you know, uh, quotes from multiple vendors and, uh, you know, seeing the benefit that our platform has created. So I think uh, by attracting more users in the platform, that can definitely be helpful. Um, if you're a vendor that has relationship uh, with, uh, you know, the decision makers in your business or can help create more strategic channels for us to acquire other vendors, you know, we're definitely uh, interested uh, if folks have, you know, um, relationships with investors or other, you know, angel groups, uh, we'd love to speak with them. So I think uh, in any way possible, you know, uh, if they're, if they can use our product, uh, it gives us, uh, you know, a, big, a bigger user base uh, and helps us continue improving the product. 
I think that's great. So definitely uh, for those listening, uh, sign up, register as a homeowner. Um, you know, if you're going through the the home buying journey yourself, definitely encourage you to get started on Souk. And uh, if you know anyone in the industry as well, you know who to introduce them to. So Perfect. now, uh, lastly, just for, for those listening, um, is there anything else that you'd like them to know about the investment opportunity in Souk? Well, I think we've uh, we've shared most of the uh, updates. Uh, there are, like uh, I alluded to, unfortunately, I can't share uh, too much about this announcement. There's a big announcement that we're excited and just currently in the legal uh, phase of uh, being able to share that announcement by next month. Um, I think there is a great upside. Uh, and just to share with, uh, you know, folks that are listening, folks who invested in our pre-seed round have pretty much, you know, doubled uh, their investment within the course of a year. So I think it presents a great upside and some of the upcoming milestones that we have, I think will really take us to the next level. So I think, uh, you know, while we have to be, um, you know, reasonable with the level of risk we want to take with any investment, I do think that there is a great opportunity that we have here with Souk that will help us you know, not just take this to Canada, but, you know, our next target is the U.S. and the market is 10 times bigger in the U.S. So I think uh, there's a great opportunity for us as we expand and for any investors to be part of our mission. You know, uh, simplifying home ownership is something that I think everyone uh, would be an advocate for. So why not join our mission and help us uh, achieve that together? Absolutely. Well, I think, uh, you know, it's uh, always great to, to focus on the mission and have people come along, join you for the journey. And I, I think, um, you know, for anyone who's understands the process, might be going through it themselves in terms of a home buyer as a vendor, it's a great opportunity to support uh, a like-minded company that's looking to transform the space. So for those looking to, to learn more about the investment opportunity, um, visit their campaign page at www.fromfunder.com forward slash souk. There are also some great perks available for interested investors. So definitely recommend checking that out. You can get some fantastic souk swag, as well as some other uh, benefits on the platform. Uh, in addition to that, um, it's $500 minimum investment to get started. And uh, there's a great video on the campaign page as well. So definitely recommend everyone check that out. And uh, Amr, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, learning more about your background and your journey to uh, where you are now with souk. Likewise, Trieste, uh, thank you very much again for having me and I look forward to continuing the discussions. For anyone new to the podcast, FrontFunder is Canada's leading equity crowdfunding platform enabling all Canadians to invest in the most exciting startups and growth stage companies, something that was previously only available to the 1%. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter so you can have your questions answered in an upcoming episode. This podcast episode is for informational purposes only and should not constitute financial advice. Investors should conduct their own due diligence on any investment they may be considering on FrontFunder. For details of any offering listed on FrontFunder, refer to the offering document on their campaign page at www.frontfunder.com.